Hi, and thanks for joining me on yet another interesting and inspiring episode of my marriage podcast where I talk about issues faced by couples in marriage and I prefer solutions that they can apply in their marriage so that they can have a successful marriage. On today's episode, I'll talk to you about the importance of companionship in your marriage. Some weeks back, there was a trending story online about a woman who married the DJ that played at her wedding. Despite all the name calling and being trolled online, the woman said she isn't apologetic about it and that she is very happy about her new relationship and doesn't care about what the world thinks of her. Now, these stories like this do happen from time to time in marriage. And so we are going to look at the story and find out why this woman left her husband after two years and decided to marry the DJ that played at her wedding. And then we'll see what we can also learn from the story of this woman. Welcome to my marriage podcast and I'm your host. According to the woman, she said that she divorced her husband after two years of marriage because she was very lonely in the marriage. She said that there was no companionship in the marriage, that she literally has to beg her husband for attention. She went further to say that they hardly go out on dates and when they are even at home, the husband will be busy playing video games with his headphone on and barely keeps her company. The truth is that this reason that she has given may look trivial, but I tell you it is very serious because companionship in marriage is very important. So according to this woman, even though she was being trolled online for marrying the DJ that played at her wedding, She said she's not bothered about it because she has to leave the marriage after two years because she literally has to be begging her husband for attention, for companionship in the marriage. And the truth is that most marriages today are also facing this. A lot of couples are, are lonely in their marriage and this is not supposed to be because there's 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 a lot of danger attached to being lonely in the marriage and so according to this woman it was loneliness in her marriage that made her to divorce her husband after two years of marriage and so if you don't want same to happen in your marriage you need to avoid making your spouse to be lonely in marriage because companionship is one of the reasons why people get married. And so it is very wrong for your spouse to feel lonely in marriage because if your spouse wanted to be lonely, he or she wouldn't have gotten married. And I'm sure that if you both were not keeping yourselves company, if you did not enjoy each other's companionship, you would not take your your relationship to the level of getting married. So before the marriage, 
you will spend quality time together enjoying each other's company you talk you have a good laugh you discuss about your personal issues then what happened after marriage why is it that after marriage you then stop all this and then your spouse becomes lonely in the marriage this is extremely wrong and can affect your marriage in the long run Ask yourself as a married man or a married woman, are you lonely in your marriage? If you are lonely, if your answer is yes, then I think it's time for you to have a serious talk with your spouse. Because no man, no married person deserves to be lonely in marriage. Then what is the purpose of getting married? Then you should be better off being single than being married. So as a married person, there is no reason for you to be lonely. If you know that you are lonely in your marriage, then I think it's time for you to have a honest talk with your spouse and let your spouse know that you are lonely in marriage. Otherwise, it might lead your marriage to what you don't expect. Like in the case of the woman I started with, at the end of the day, the marriage ended in divorce just because the husband did not give her attention she was lonely in the marriage and she felt she couldn't continue like that i'm not saying it is right because according to the bible the only reason for divorce should be adultery not loneliness but what i'm trying to say is that companionship is very important in marriage no married person deserves to be lonely because that is one of the reasons why people decide to get married. Because of companionship. So that they don't have to be lonely. So it is wrong for your spouse to be lonely in marriage. Ask yourself, when last did you go out on a date with your spouse? Are you the kind of a person that hardly goes on a date with your spouse? You don't take your spouse on a date if you're the man or you're the woman. The man is asking you, let's go out on, the, on a date. You're giving excuses. You don't want to go out on a date. No, this is wrong. Both of you need to keep the love in your marriage burning. And part of the way you can do this is by spending quality time together. Going out on a date. It helps your relationship. Or if you both don't even go out on a date, perhaps you're not the going out type, then what do you do when you're at home? Are you just glued to your phone? You know, you're on the phone throughout the whole day? Or you're, you're playing video game if you're a man and if you're a woman, you're just there watching movies all throughout the day, not having time for your spouse? Then this is wrong. It is very wrong. Both of you are supposed to make out time for each other. Your spouse should not be lonely in the marriage. Are you the type that when your spouse wants to talk to you, you barely do not listen. You don't want to listen to what your spouse is saying. You don't have time. You always say, oh, I'm busy. Can we talk about this later? 
and then you glue yourself onto your phone or you glue yourself onto the TV, you're watching movies, you're on your laptop or you're playing video games. Basically, you can make time for your spouse. This is very wrong. This is very wrong and can affect your marriage because companionship is very important in marriage. Are you the type of person that the only time that you have time for your spouse is when you want to have sex? There are some of you that are like that. You don't have time for your spouse. The only time you know you can devote attention to your spouse is if you want to have sex with your, with your spouse. That is the only time you can give your spouse attention. Then that is wrong. It's very wrong. You and your spouse needs to bond. You need to spend quality time together. You need to communicate regularly. That is how you build companionship in your marriage. Your spouse does not deserve to be lonely. Because when your spouse is lonely, you're exposing your spouse to danger. You're exposing your spouse to temptation. Because your spouse will easily fall into temptation when he or she meets someone who is more than willing to provide companionship for your spouse. And so you shouldn't expose your spouse to temptation. Oh, you can start saying, oh, my spouse is having an affair. My spouse is having extramarital affairs. But you might be the reason. You might be the cause. Because you don't give attention to your spouse. You have opened up your spouse to temptation. And then when your spouse sees someone else who is giving him or giving her the kind of attention that he or she wants, your spouse falls into that temptation. And then you start running up and down complaining that your spouse is having extramarital affairs, whereas you are the reason for it. I'm not saying that because your spouse is not giving you attention that you should go and have extramarital affairs. That is not what I'm saying because it is wrong. There is no reason that can make you to cheat on your partner. There is no reason that can justify it. But what I'm saying is that you shouldn't you know, open up the opportunity for your spouse to cheat on you or to have a strong marital affair because this is one of the reasons. When you don't give your spouse attention, when your spouse is lonely, your spouse can easily fall into temptation when he sees, when he or she sees someone else who is willing to give them that attention. And so you shouldn't allow that to happen in your marriage. If you and your spouse don't spend time together and communicate regularly, I tell you the love in your marriage will gradually begin to decline. And before you know it, the love in the marriage will die. And when there's no longer love in your relationship, what happens to the marriage? The marriage is on the pathway of destruction. And so if you don't want your marriage to be on the pathway of destruction, then you need to give attention to your spouse. You need to make time for your spouse. Because when you don't communicate regularly, when there's no bond between both of you, your spouse is lonely, I tell you, the love in your marriage will begin to dwindle. And then what happens? The marriage will be on the pathway of destruction. Before you know it, divorce will come in. And so if you don't want that for your marriage, 
If you want your marriage to be forever, like the vow you've taken, then you need to give your spouse attention. You need to make sure that you are a good companion to your spouse. Companionship is very important in marriage. It is not something that should be treated with levity. It is very important in your marriage. And if you know that you're not the going out type, you don't like going out on a date, you can still have fun in the house. You can still watch that movie together. You discuss, you jiggle, your initial arm when you're in the house watching those movies. It doesn't necessarily mean that you always have to go out. But basically, what I'm trying to say is that both of you should give attention to each other. No married person deserves to be lonely in marriage. It is wrong. So you need to keep on enjoying each other's company is a sign of love in your relationship. But when you don't feel like spending time with your spouse and you rather prefer to be glued to your phone, you rather prefer to spend all your time on social media platform, then you need to examine your feelings for your spouse. Because you should be excited to spend time with your spouse and the more you spend time together, it helps fortify your marriage and strengthen your relationship. So if you're not excited about spending time with your spouse, then that means there's something wrong with the feelings you have for your spouse. So you need to re-examine yourself because you're supposed to be excited to spend time with your spouse because that is how you build the bond in your marriage. That is how you make the love in your marriage to grow. But if you rather prefer to spend all your time on social media platform, if you rather prefer to be on your phone all through the day, you rather prefer to glue yourself to the TV rather than spending time with your spouse, then I tell you, you need to re-examine your feelings. Because you should be excited to be with your spouse. Then something is wrong somewhere. And the truth is, your spouse is supposed to be your best friend. If your spouse is your best friend, you're going to be excited to spend time with your, with your spouse. So you need to also build friendship in your relationship, as this will help both of you to enjoy each other's company. But when your spouse is not your friend, when your spouse is not even your friend and not your best friend, then I tell you, you'll not feel like you know, spending time with your spouse and then that is going to affect your marriage negatively. And so you need to build friendship in your marriage because when there's friendship, there's going to be companionship in your marriage. The two goes hand in hand. So you need to build friendship in your marriage. When you are friends, then you keep each other's company. But when you are not friends, there is no way you want to spend time with yourselves. And so you need to build the friendship in your relationship so that you both can enjoy each other's company. You need to think of the kind of activities that both of you can do together, whether indoor or outdoor, that will enable you both to spend time together. Because it is a, it is a spouse right to have a great companionship in marriage and it is your own obligation to fulfill it. So you need to 
be a good companion to your spouse because it is your spouse right you are not doing your spouse a favor by being a good companion it is expected of you it is your obligation because it is your right spouse to have a good companion your spouse should never be lonely in marriage is wrong how can you be married and yet be lonely in the marriage it is wrong so it is your duty to ensure that your spouse is not lonely in the marriage it is your duty and that is expected of you so it is wrong if your spouse is lonely in the marriage then that means you're not doing your duty you are failed in your obligation which is wrong and can affect your marriage it can expose your spouse to temptation and so you shouldn't treat the issue of companionship in your marriage with levity it is very important because when your spouse is lonely your spouse may decide to go to on this online day online dating site to look for someone to chat with all true all this are wrong in marriage is wrong your spouse should be your friend should be your best friend should be your companion in the marriage no other person should absorb this role no other person should take your time your spouse should be your number one priority in the marriage if you want your marriage to be successful you don't want your marriage to end in divorce you don't want to have conflict you don't want to have friction in your marriage then there is need for there to be companionship in your marriage you need to take it seriously your spouse should never be lonely in the marriage never your spouse should not be lonely your spouse should not be single should not be married but yet single When you say someone is married and yet single, it means that the person is lonely in the marriage. And so you shouldn't allow this to happen in your marriage. You should learn to be a great companion to your spouse. You should learn to build a bond in your marriage. You should build friendship in your marriage. You and your spouse should be each other's best friend so that There is going to be companionship in your marriage and the love in your marriage will keep on growing. Thank you for listening to today's episode of my marriage podcast. You can connect with me on email at marriagelifeissues@gmail.com. Thank you for listening and I'll see you in my next episode. Last week I talked about how devastating it can be for any woman to discover her husband is a sex addict. And I also talked about signs and symptoms to look out for in order to know if your husband is a sex addict. If you haven't listened to that episode, please go and listen to it before listening to this episode. On today's episode, I'll tell you whether to leave or stay upon discovering that your husband is a sex addict. Welcome to my marriage podcast and I'm your host, Uchi Ali. Before diving into if you should stay or leave, 
Upon discovering that your spouse is a sex addict, let me quickly reiterate that sex addiction is as worse as drug addiction or any other addiction at all. A sex addict is just like a drug addict and will go to any extent to finance his addiction. He doesn't even mind borrowing or even selling his belongings or even living uncomfortably and making his whole family uncomfortable just to finance his addiction. To buttress this point, I'm going to give you a real-life example that happened to a friend of my mom. This friend of my mom is a younger woman, although she's a friend to my mom. And this is her story. Her husband earns almost a million naira per month. But if you go to their house, oh my... The seats are completely torn and tattered. The bed where the man sleeps is broken. He uses bag as pillow. There is no bed for the kids to sleep on. And since the bed is broken, the wife sleeps on the floor with a mattress. Their wall is extremely dirty as they have not painted the house in years. There is no kitchen cabinet. I mean, the house looks just like a poultry. And this is a man that earned almost a million per month. Now, he doesn't stop there. He keeps borrowing from finance home, right, left, and center. And what does he use the money for? Nothing but to finance his sex addiction. He sleeps with at least three prostitutes each month and give them exorbitant money in addition to the hotel bills. Now you can see that this issue cannot be taken lightly as this is a life-destroying lifestyle just like any other addiction. So in as much as I am pro-marriage, there is a lot of factors to consider before deciding to either stay or leave when you discover that your spouse is a sex addict. Now, the first thing you need to consider is how was your relationship before you discovered he's a sex addict? Did you people have a healthy relationship? Was there love in your marriage? Do you both love yourself and have a healthy companionship before the discovery? Or was your relationship already deteriorated before you realize it's a sex addict? If both of you already lives like roommates and you have al or always felt lonely and abandoned in the marriage, then you need to move ahead and find true love somewhere else. Moreover, if he abuses you emotionally and physically and there is no more love between both of you, and, you know, both of you don't enjoy each other's company, then, in my opinion, I think it's best to leave. Secondly, another reason you must consider before deciding whether to stay or to leave is, does he realize that he has a problem? And is he ready to get help? Because the truth is, 
Except he is willing to change and get help, there's little or nothing that you can do because you can't change him. And now let me quickly add this. It is never your fault that he is a sex addict. It has nothing to do with what you did or what you did not do. It is his own choice to be a sex addict. So never blame yourself or think it is your fault that he's a sex addict. It is never your fault. So if he does not realize that he has a problem and is not willing to get help and change, my dear, you would only be wasting away your time and your life by staying with him. Thirdly, another factor you need to consider before making any decision is your kids. The truth is that separation is not always easy for the kids. In fact, it is devastating for them. It affects them emotionally. It is always difficult for them to readjust. But the truth is, if you're staying together means fighting, screaming and quarreling every day, then my dear, I think it's better you leave. Because at the end of the day, what really matters is that the kids need a happy home, even if it's two homes. So there will be no need for you staying if the home isn't peaceful, if there's no joy, there's no happiness in the home, it's still going to affect the kids. So it's better to leave and you people can have two homes but the kids will be in a home where there is peace and love. And when you both separate, it is important that you both regularly communicate and involve in the lives of the kids. That will make it easier for them to readjust. After considering all these three factors that I've given to decide whether you should leave, Another factor, a very strong factor that you should consider if you actually want to stay is, is he genuinely sober about what he has done, about his way of life? Does he realize he has a problem? Is he deeply unhappy about hurting you? Can you see it in him that he feels bad that you are hurting as a result of his lifestyle? Does it show you that he still loves you? And is he unhappy with his way of life and truly wants to stop? Is he ready to get help? If you see all this, if he's sober, he realizes he has a problem, he loves you, he wants to change, he's not happy, he's hurting you, he wants to get help, then my dear, I will tell you that you should consider staying him. But you must also realize that being sober and, you know, being ready to change is not the only thing you need because he might tell you all this and tell you he's going to change my day. That is not just it because this is an addiction and it's not just something he could wish away or just tell you that he's going to stop. He needs to be ready to get help. It is very important. So even if he's sober, 
you know, and feels bad about hurting you and really wants to change, he must also be ready to get help. Because just making those promises or telling you he's going to stop is not going to work. This is an addition. And I tell you that if he doesn't get help, you realize that he will go back to this addiction as quickly than you expect. So if he's truly ready to change, he must get help by seeing a sex addiction therapist. Or he can join the 12 Steps Sexual Recovery Anonymous and other available helps for sex addicts. So the bottom line is he must get help. He needs to get help to change his way of life, to stop his addiction. It is an addiction. So he needs help to stop it. This is not just something he can stop on his own. So if he's telling you he's sorry, you know, he's showing you that he's sober, he's showing you he knows he's hurting you, but he must be ready to get help. Because if he's not ready to get help, my dear, you people are going back to the same issue. It will keep on reoccurring. So he needs to get help and be ready to change. Then additionally, he must learn to build a personal relationship with God because someone who is a sex addict obviously does not have a relationship with God. He needs to be prayerful. He needs to get closer to God and build a relationship. It's not a matter of you know, going to church or whatsoever. He needs to build a personal relationship with God, which can also help him as he's going through the therapy, you know, to fight against the addition. So if he's ready to go through these steps, then you can consider staying with him. But not just by saying, oh, I'm sorry, I promise you I won't go back to it. That is not going to resolve the issue. He is still going to go back to it because it is an addition and it is a life-destroying lifestyle. So he needs to get help from a sexual addiction therapist. Now, while he's getting this help from the sexual addiction therapist or whatever other help he's getting, which is available for sex addicts, there is need for him to be extremely honest with you at this point that he is going through this therapy. He needs to let you know what triggers this addiction. What makes him have this urge of sleeping with several girls. He needs to make you understand and then tell you how you can be of help to him. And whenever this urge or trigger comes, he should let you know so that you can be able to help. Now, this process is not going to be an easy process. Both for you and both for him is not going to be an easy process. But what you should know, or both of you should have at the back of your mind, is that at the end of the day, regardless of how difficult this process might be, it is worth it because... At the end of the day, he will be able to live a more fulfilled life than living a destructive lifestyle. So, regardless of how difficult the process must be, it is a process that is necessary for him to get his 
life back because this addition will completely destroy him. And then you must ensure that he's honest to you during this process so that the process can be both easy for you and for him. This is not the time for him to hide anything from you if he really wants to change. He needs to be open to you. When the urges comes, he should let you know and tell you how you know you're going to help him so that he doesn't go back to that addiction. But this is going to be a very difficult process, but it is worth it at the end of the day. But if at the end of the day, you know, he doesn't want to go through the therapy, he doesn't realize he has a problem, he's comfortable with what he's doing. He doesn't even realize he's hurting you. He's not sober. He doesn't care about your feelings. He doesn't love you anymore. He doesn't want to enjoy your company. He wants to continue in his, you know, sex addiction. Then, my dear, I think you should think twice before continuing in that relationship. You should remember that infidelity is the only allowed reason for divorce, which means that if he's unwilling to change, you are free to end the marriage and save yourself from the constant headache that comes with being married to a sex addict.